Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night. That's right, you're listening to Arch. No more Rory. That's right. <laughs> I took back over. I was like, no more hour-long shows. What's going on, Phil? Yeah, we should wrap this thing up about a half hour sooner than we did last week. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man. It's always fun coming on the show after an eight-and-a-half-unit banger card in trucks. That's so. Fuck yeah. Good job, man. Steve Steve Tradamus. Steve Tradamus. I got to smooth that out just a little bit, but that's your new name. Yeah, to be honest, um, I just realized that uh, when uh, you hit, hit the live button there, I was so consumed by my Formula One spreadsheet that I didn't even notice you changed my name. So, <laughs> I think it suits you, though, right? Right? You're looking into the sure, man. looking at the cards. You're reading the tea leaves. You're looking in the crystal ball. You're talking to the dark spirits. And how many units did you pull out tonight, Steve? Uh, I believe it was uh, was it almost nine for the day. Almost it's a nine point two nine for oh. the day. 9.29. Really, really good day to go along with the 23 and a half last week. So that brings our yearly total. Uh, we're up just over 68 units. Whoa. So, yeah, we had a, uh, a point early in the year when the data was all fresh and we didn't have a lot of it. We were down, I think, 38 units. So we're on about a 108 unit swing from the trough. So Things are cooking. That is amazing. And you know, to harken back to what Steve just said, almost nine, that took me back to when I was in my dating in my dating life. That's I said that numerous times. That, that, what was that, like third grade? <laughs> yeah, that's what I told my teacher. You dog. Oh, yeah. You dog. Oh, boy, howdy. Fantastic. So we're riding high. We are. We are. Things are, things are cooking, man. And, um, you know, if you're not in the book club, if you don't follow us on Twitter, that's okay for now. We still have a, a couple races this weekend, but man, you definitely want to hop in the, the the book club. It's 25 bucks a month. You get all these plays early. I mean, we sent them out, I think, what, Tuesday morning? Yes. Steve, you know, like openers, we hit them. We, we punish DraftKings at the open and then they close and then they come back. So, I mean, this is, this is how you make money. You got to be early to the party. Get in. It's twenty five a month. It will pay for itself. I promise. That's right, Steve. Yeah, I mean, um, to add on to the trucks uh, series race tonight, uh, we had some insurance. Even if uh, John Hunter there um, didn't quite close the gap on Josefar, we had Josefar as well as at fifteen to one. So that was like the most sweat free race I think I've ever watched because we had pretty much a guaranteed winner in the last stage. So that was, that was fun to watch because it was close. It was really close. It came down to two laps to go. And um, yeah, that was really enjoyable. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was nice to have uh, like the lead driver on each um, pit strategy. So we had the one guy that was running long, and then we had the other guy that, that pitted for tires, and we had the, the uh, you know, we had outs both ways. It was awesome. Awesome. So, <laughs> guaranteed money in the bank. So, let's find some more of it. We've got Xfinity oh, yeah. tomorrow. We've got F1 qualifying tomorrow. And then we've got Cup on Sunday. And isn't there, isn't there a, um, is there an IndyCar race, Steve, or is that done? Yeah, it's a big one. We got the yeah. season finale yeah. Sunday for IndyCar. And I'm, you know why I'm so excited about that? I don't. Less workload for me. Why is that? <laughs> oh, uh, after they're done? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. less thing to focus on. For sure. So what do you take sure. like two days off and then get ready for next season? <laughs> That's how yeah. it works in NASCAR, for sure. 
so, not quite as bad as golf. I mean, golf is taking two weeks off and they're back at it next week. So, yeah, man, let's talk about this Xfinity race, Steve. Um, what do you like? I know we haven't hit any winter markets yet. That's one thing we haven't done. Have you changed your mind after watching qualifying today? Uh, I mean, it just depends on what kind of lines we're getting here. My my initial reaction is no, but I don't mind looking at a lean here. I mean, we like leans. We'll play leans. Yeah, it's, I mean, nothing official yet. I'm just looking real quick, and I see Josh Berry nine to one. Um, looked pretty speedy today. J- JRM car looks fat. You know, they've been fast and intermediates this season. Um, I, long run pace looks good on Josh Berry. Uh, we've seen Josh Berry be up front a lot in these races and tends to have some things go wrong, but if nothing goes wrong, I can see him definitely pulling out a win here at Kansas. For sure. Um, I liked, I liked uh, Justin Allgaier at, at the Open, and it was 4-1 to because just you know both of our metrics that we use – loved Allgaier. I mean, he's just been been lights out in this kind of situation. Um, but then, you know, we decided we would wait because he always trims out for for the race and not so much for qualifying, doesn't qualify so well. So we were like, yeah, we could probably get a better price. And here he is now, eight to one um, on the board. So looks like we've doubled our value. Can you can you see a sprinkle on Allgaier or is that just out the window based off of a bad practice and uh bad qualifying i don't think he's ever out the window i mean we've seen him struggle as you know just just as bad uh previously in the season and he just comes out on race day and kind of just proves everybody wrong and um i can see that happening again this weekend i'm looking even today i'm looking i'm what i like to do is kind of just i, I like to pick a certain lap and in the lap data and just kind of see where a guy is at. And, um, all guys, even all guys, 10th bat 10th best lap is right behind Ty Gibbs by only a 10th. So he's not completely off. He's just, he's definitely unloading slow, but I mean, these runs should be pretty long. I mean, lap 10 is not all that, you know, that, that far of a stretch. Yeah. It's not deep. So, I, I can see him getting better on race day, of course. So, well, then I'm doing it. I'm betting Allgaier, <laughs> eight to one. I'm doing it. He was looking for a reason. He just needed a, just a crack to squeeze in. I needed some confirmation bias, so I just needed Steve to be like, "Yeah, I, I can maybe kind of see that happening." Done. Sign me up. I'm in. Oh, that takes you back to your dating life now. <laughs> doesn't. I know it doesn't take much to uh, talk Phil, off, you know, off the ledge. So. Action junkie. That's right. Phil gets talked off quick. God, <laughs> you guys, you guys are, are terrible tonight. All right. So <laughs> I, I heard you mention Ty Gibbs. We uh we like him in the top three market. Um yeah, book we club had, members. Yeah, I was gonna say book club members got him at, at even money. Uh do you still like it? It's minus one fifty now. I mean, I, I don't th- I don't think I like it at minus one fifty. Ty Gibbs really quick out of the gate. Uh, we saw that was really good tonight with John Harnemichek, though. I mean, uh, John Hunter launched, and he got the clean air. Clean air is really important. Uh, kind of uh, running the top for the most part. You know, cars are pretty loose. Uh, Xfinity cars, as you know, are very, pretty difficult to drive. So 
imagining going to be running up by the wall. So, um, yeah, I mean, track position is going to be going to matter quite a bit. And Ty Gibbs does have it. I try to see if we can get something better than that, though. I don't, I don't know if my 150 is going to do it for me, but I like the fact that we got in, you know, early. So bingo, bingo. Um, all right. So moving down the card, there was a couple top fives. Uh, I wrote an article on Sammy Mayer, uh, plus 150. Looks like that has gone the other way. It looks like that is available at two to one. So, um, do you still like Mayer after what we saw today? I do still like Sam Mayer. I'm so, I'm, I'm going to ride. I'm still going to ride the Mayer train here a little bit. He's around. He's still inside the top ten when it comes to lap data. Um, he is pretty pretty quick um, off off the line. Um, pretty good amongst the JRM cars. Uh, he ranks close to where Brandon Jones is. Um, Sammy Smith. Uh, Hurst, Hemrick. I will say this: I'm impressed with the college cars a little bit more than I have been in the past few races. But we've also we've seen colleague be good in practice and then not have that translate to the race. So I wouldn't look too far into that. Kind of, it's, it's kind of the same song, different verse here. I think I think GRM struggled a little bit in practice. I think they're going to get it back together, figure things out overnight, and uh, come back quick. So, yeah, Mayor, I mean, same, we saw Carson so far today. He was 25 to 1, and we got him at 15 to 1. He came out, uh, he almost won the race. So, I don't see a problem with continuing on and taking Sam Mayor at this point. Cool. All right. Well, then I, I like it. Um, I think the angle was that, you know, he got out of the gate slow, and then, you know, in the middle of the year, he had went seven top fives out of eight races on these like cookie cutter traditional tracks. And then we got into a stretch of the season where it was like three road courses, super speedway, flat tracks, nothing that translated to that mile and a half success that he had earlier in the year. So this is a track that is, you know, that more traditional cookie cutter mile and a half. So it's right back in his wheelhouse. So that's why we liked why we liked uh mayor and also jrm they they were have been strong uh, in that part of the season so i still like mayor uh i bet it twice i bet it at 150 and then at 180 <laughs> so i'm done i i'm not going to cost average up anymore I, I i'm just going to take my my tickets and and hope it cashes so uh going further down the card a speedway steve favorite on the top five here sammy smith in the 18 uh plus 180 you want to talk about Sammy? That's your guy. Is my guy? Yeah, he cashed that long shot ticket, that twelve to one top five or whatever it was. Oh yeah, yeah, at the road course. Yeah, yeah. there's so many races that things just kind of go. We, we win so much that yeah. things just. Kind of... <laughs> Sometimes you just forget about your twelve to one winners, you know. Yeah, man, it happens. I'm <laughs> sorry to say it, but yeah. Anyway, let's get yeah, Sammy Smith for sure. Um, you go a little bit into uh, the data, a little bit deeper in the, into the lap runs. I mean, you kind you kind of see JRM start to shine, but I mean, Sammy Smith. I I believe it was was a Pocono. I, I know it was another intermediate track that Sammy Smith was pretty good at. I mean, talking about a younger driver doesn't really know too much about the tracks yet, uh, as far as the Xfinity Series goes or the car itself, but. I would imagine this is a guy that's going to 
get better as the race goes on. I think that's kind of been his motto this year. He's kind of a kind of a situation where he just likes to learn the track. Um, practice time is limited, so should get better as the race goes on. Uh, he's in Gibbs equipment. Uh, Toyota is really fast. Uh, we saw that with uh, Truck Series tonight. We saw that um, with Brandon Jones, his teammate. Really good car. Uh, so I, I'd imagine that, that kind of trickles down a little bit there. It's obviously Ty Gibbs as well, very quick. So Sammy Mare should be right up there with him, and at least in the top five, I would say. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. And then uh, wrapping it up, uh, we had Sheldon Creed over Daniel Hemrick. Not available on DraftKings anymore. Um, Creed, Creed unloaded like a rocket, qualified third. So really like that we're on the right side here, it seems. Um, is there a pivot I, I, or are we just going to, you know, tout that matchup and hope it repopulates somewhere? Well, you could take Sam Mayer over Hemrick at minus 130 there. Um, that's not, I, I guess not, that's not the worst play in the world. You are exposing yourself to a little bit more to Sam Mayer though. With the, if you do that, um, Sheldon Creed over Austin Hill. I'm not sure I really like that all that much, to be honest. Um, yeah, teammates. Yeah, I mean, I think they're probably going to be really close in pace. So, I, I I don't know. I'm not seeing a whole lot. I mean, what is it? Sheldon Creed? Is that Creed? Um, no, nah, they're 12 to 1. Yeah, they're both around that. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's a, a, a dead prop and that we're just – we're happy we got in on it early. Yeah, there's one other one I was looking at though. If if oh. anybody's interested, I, I did like I like Josh Berry and Allgaier. I mean, I I like what you're saying about Allgaier, and I I agree with it. But you got Josh Berry uh, plus 100 over Allgaier. I think both these guys can finish really in the top five. I think this is a toss up. You're getting plus 100 there. If Algar's problems continue, then we could see Josh Berry potentially win this. Do you think that you know if we're if we're thinking about betting Algar here at this eight to one number, and you like Barry, and it's even money between the two, and you think that you think that Barry's a top five card, do you think it's just safer to play Barry top five minus one ten, and then that way? Uh, you still have a race script for everything to cash, or do you just like Barry a little bit more than Allgaier and don't mind it? Um, if we're playing the top five, I'd probably play Allgaier and probably not play Josh Barry because you're getting uh, Allgaier, you're getting a plus 800 from minus 110, and you're getting Josh Barry minus 110. So really, you're getting the better driver for you know the same price that minus 110 if you see what i'm yeah, yeah I, I get it yeah, yeah. i get it all right so cool. if you, yeah if you want to play the matchup i would just play barry if you want to play the top five between those two i'd play all guy that's kind of my, my opinion on that all right what well, I, I personally don't want any mixed emotions so i'm <laughs> i'm gonna play the all guy win i'm gonna play barry top five and i'm gonna play all guy top five i'm gonna search for a better number though on on barry Absolutely. Usually, that's my, that's my play. <laughs> that's also I was going to say the same thing. Um, if you're not sure, just wait and see if you can get something better in the morning, um, like from MGM or Bet Rivers. Usually, they come out with you know com- shoppable numbers. So, 
wait and see what the best number you can get on that top five is. And then I would say you can probably play the match. I would play the matchup right now and then wait on the top fives. That's my personal opinion there. So is that a, is that a speedway play? We're taking Barry over Algar? <laughs> I'll call it a lean. I may go right. in, right. you know, in the car later, but. I'll try and sleep good, you know, knowing <laughs> it's just a lean. I, I don't want that to be a play, but if it's a play, I'll, damn it, I'm in. So you got you got to get in, you know, to the book club and find out if it's going to be a play or not. You know, there it is. Whoa, <laughs> who's this salesman? Jeez, I feel like he's peddling phone books, you know, door to door. Can you imagine? Oh, by the way, that? Boise scored a touchdown, and then New Mexico did a kick return for a touchdown. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it on okay. one of the, the TV. This series. is why you should just bet fucking NASCAR and not football. Jesus Christ! Golly, praying for a. Praying for a uh, a split here. We're, we're praying but for the, a backdoor cover with the, the favorite. <laughs> well, <laughs> the bad news is there's a lot more games tomorrow. Oh yeah, that feels like good news. But all right, cool. So let's. Uh, I, I don't have anything else for for Xfinity. Do you? No, I don't either. Um, all right, I may have some offshore stuff pop up overnight, and then we'll go from there. You cool. know. Well, do you, do you think we ought to pause for a commercial break, Arch? A <laughs> commercial break. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) And we're back. Cool. So... Uh, let's talk about this cup race. Um, man, first of all, I want to talk about how important it is to get on things early and get in the book club. Because uh, the Bubba Wallace, right? Wasn't that a cool ticket, Steve? Oh, man. Bubba Wallace, yeah. I mean, we, we had him uh, one to one on the on the rip. and um... No, no. Remember they, they opened – Bubba opened 20 to one outright to win this race. But he opened at seventy to one to be the top Toyota. Oh, oh, right, that's right. No, yeah, I'm thinking the week before. Yeah, the yeah. top Toyota seventy to one. That was a clearly a broken line. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You know, twenty to one to beat everybody, seventy to one to beat five other drivers. So <laughs> DK messed up there. So uh, that's just that's cool. I mean, that's cool about the openers. You can, if you know what you're looking for, then. You know, you can take advantage of crazy stuff like that. But, all right, so who do you really like to win the race? Like my number one guy? Yeah. Um, 
Let me look at the current odds and I will let you know. Um, it's probably going to be drum roll. Uh, somebody you like. It's probably going to be Ross Chastain. Yes. Um, if we're talking about like if you remove the odds, it's probably Kyle Busch for me. Okay. Um, I, I, I did not bet him, by the way, just to make that clear, like outright, but um, for betting purposes, it's probably Ross Chastain, 12 to 1. Um, he's been one of the fastest cars on the intermediate tracks this year. Um, if you look at Darlington last week, you saw his teammate, uh, Ross Chastain. He was running top five before he ran into some issues with the wall and some issues of speeding on pit road, I think. Those are uh, issues. Yes. Yes. Never good to hit, get, a, get a stripe at Darlington. Uh, <laughs> Ross Chastain had a mechanical problem, but he was running inside of top five before all that, too. He came back from three laps down and then, again, had a mechanical problem, I believe, that took him back down more laps. Um, so... That's kind of the deal there, but I think twelve to one is pretty generous for Chastain. Um, that's kind of that. That's my guy for my number one guy. Um, William Byron's right behind him though. He was twenty to one. It looks like he's seventeen to one now. Dropped a little bit. Yeah. Um, Byron was really really quick during the daytime at Darlington last week. This the sun set and the car kind of got away from him. But the good news is this week. There's no sunset. We're racing all day. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we also like Chastain in the top Chevy market for a half unit at five to one. So that that's good. Um, yeah. And then his teammate, right? Outright to win Suarez. Yeah. 35 to one uh, there. As I already mentioned, he was uh, running top five before the issues and he was, you know, comparable to Ross Chastain. He's been kind of this has kind of has been one of his better track types, intermediate, low wear, et cetera. Um locking locking me in for Suarez there. And then uh just to finish up the outright winners, you locked in a couple more after that. It looks like Alex Bowman, thirty five to one, and a little sprinkle shot on Noah Gregson, five hundred to one. Yeah, man. Uh, Alex Bowman, um, Kind of going underlooked this weekend, it feels like to me. Um, we saw with William Byron last week, he, he was struggling for the whole second half of the season, and out of nowhere, he comes out and uh, he's le- he's leading some of the race. So uh, these these Hendrick cars are very good, very good cars, especially on this the track type. They can come out and they can dominate a race um, out of nowhere, and I feel like that can happen with Alex Bowman. I believe he won at Vegas. Um, was it Vegas this year? It was Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. So, I mean, Vegas, I mean, it's not a completely comparable track type, but it's similar. It's a mile and a half. It's, uh, I would say, low to medium tire wear. So, I mean, that lines up right where Kansas is. And um, this could be a place where that Bowman can kind of end this long stretch of, I would consider to be bad luck. So... And yeah. then Noah Gregson is just kind of a fun long shot. I mean, long shot. I don't think 500 to one is too long. We've seen Noah run inside the top five, top 10, top five to a certain extent. And then this is a track where Noah can absolutely perform because they're going to be up by the wall. They're going to be, you know, 
rim riding potentially. Um, this is a place where Noah get get it done. Yeah, he he is you know up there with Tyler Reddick and being able to run the fence. Um, so when the conditions call for that, man, he is fun to watch. And he's going to be in a Cup car next year. So these are the guys he's competing against. So I, I like it, man. I, I like anytime we can bet on on Gregson. Uh, so I mean, I can't that. believe nobody's talking about this because he's gotten better every time he's driven that race car. Agree? Don't you? Do you agree with that? Oh, it, without a doubt, without a doubt. And the books haven't adjusted at all. Like, in fact, you know, this this line was probably a hundred to one. You know, a couple times that he was in that race car. So five hundred to one is like just seems so dumb by the the bookmakers, like a bunch of lunkheads putting this thing together. <laughs> So you're dropping like Charlie Brown insults on them. All right, man. You know, I'm just, it's a family show. <laughs> family show. So I don't think Arch believes that one. He's a, he's a, he's, he's got a reaction to that. Nothing I <laughs> yeah. do. Nothing I do is family approved. Right. But also, you know, talk about boneheaded moves. They put up DraftKings and it's still up. I mean, it's still up minus minus one fifteen. Alex Bowman over Ty Gibbs. So, this is ridiculous to me. And, you know, last week we were watching the race. I'm just to tell a little story. We were watching the race and you texted me, Steve, and you said, remind me to play Bowman only on the high wear tracks. And I said, you got it, buddy. No problem. So then we, we get to this week and you text me. You're like Bowman over Ty Gibbs. I'm like, Hey man, you know, this is, this is a low wear track. And then you said, that it's becoming a high wear track. And I was like, all right, man, I'll just, I'm with you, whatever, whatever you say, I'm, I'm with you. And then they said it on the broadcast tonight, you know, during the trucks. And I was like, Oh shit, Steve, Steve's ahead of those clowns or maybe they're subscribers. Who knows? But, um, so this is a high wear track it's right in Bowman's wheelhouse. He won at Vegas. Like he said, uh, Ty Gibbs in his seven starts, his green flag speed is second worst amongst the, uh, current, you know, everyday drivers in the Cup Series. That is really, really bad. So Bowman in the Hendrick car over that same seven race span hasn't been great. It's like 19.8. Uh, but that's way better than 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 Gibbs, you know, a, a young guy still getting used to driving a different car. So this just feels like a layup. Is this like a hammer hammer spot or what? Yeah, I mean, I like this play quite a bit. Um, I don't understand. I mean, I think the angle the books are taking is that uh, this is this is not Darlington, right? This is a Kansas, you know, Kansas is a standard cookie cutter, like you said, mile and a half racetrack. So I believe the books think that equipment alone is going to carry Ty Gibbs into the promised land. And um, I don't think we truly believe in that quite yet. I think... Uh, He's still got some challenges to overcome with this particular race car. I mean, the car is not going to drive itself to the, you know, to where he wants to be. And Bowman just has so much more experience and the equipment is pretty equivalent, I believe. Um, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how this matchup goes. Yeah. It's like, prove it, prove it young man. You mm-hmm. know, Bowman's Bowman's won quite a few races in the cup series. So I got to see it. You, Did you gonna, see Derek Krause tonight when he took new tires? Uh, he's a rocket ship. Yeah, he was absolutely flying. 
Yeah, so, we know Kansas. We know Kansas is starting to become at least middle of the road when it comes to tire wear. So with that, yeah, in mind, the the difference was almost a second and a lap, even when the, the the tires normalized. And and I was I was talking to you. I was like, man, after these, the the tire uh, wear normalizes, is is John Hunter going to have enough time to get there? And then it stayed a second a lap, just clicking it off. Second, a second, a second, a second. So tires matter. You are dead right about that. So I think, you know, all things equal, if they somehow end up on the same strategy, this is easy. This is Bowman all day long. So, all right. Yeah. Cool. What else do you like, dude? Um, I have Joe Logano, actually top 10 markets, um, pretty similar, but just going to fly through them because of that. I've, uh, yep. again, William Byron minus 110, Joey Logano minus 110, uh, Daniel Suarez plus 100 and Alex Bowman plus 100. Um, don't need to do, don't need to do a whole lot of more explaining on this. Um, I feel like I'm just kind of riding the recent form. I'm riding guys that are still hanging around the playoffs. Logano was Logano surpassed my expectations last week a bit, but I think the number one pit stall helped a little bit. But even with that in mind, when he fell towards the middle of the field, he was still charging up to the field. I believe I remember him passing Ryan Blaney to try and win that, at least get a stage point. So we know uh, Logano's car was better. Um, Logano's got the form. He's got recent form right now. So I like him for a top 10. And I like him to beat Ryan Blaney in that head-to-head. Uh, I don't know where Ryan Blaney kind of is right now. Do you have a better idea of where he kind of is as far as uh, his playoff hopes go and his speed as overall? Because he's uh, lost to me. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, he he was really fast early on in the year. Um, what has happened since then? I have no idea. Um, pulling up his – he's still 10-1 to 1 to win the championship. Three, four, five. He's still the sixth favorite, which is – which is wild because I mean I feel like he's never relevant. Like you know we go to these tracks that he's had success on in the past and he's no good. And then you you I, I just I don't know what to expect from the guy. I really don't. Mm-hmm. They they find a way to screw things up every single week. And you know I, I thought that them changing the crew around would help. You know after he was so fast at Auto Club and gave away seven thousand positions on pit road that day. They just they just haven't been right this year, and I think I'm gonna have to have to burn these season props that I, that I have on Blaney. But uh, if he yeah. gets to Phoenix, though, he won't have a chance at it. Well, sure, yeah, because then he only have to beat three guys. Well, and he's also very good at Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just I'm being smart, but <laughs> but for I, this weekend in particular, um, yeah, I hope that Logano can overcome his um his issues at Kansas. He was his. Driver rating was pretty bad at Kansas, but I don't know. I think things have got. Hopefully, things have gotten better. We know Logano is very good um, when it matters. Um, can't really say the same about Blaney yet. Uh, he hasn't really shown me much when it comes to, uh, especially recently. I mean, Pocono, Michigan, Darlington—they were all struggles. So I, I don't see that really changing anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, he's just – I guess Blaney's kind of just like a fade, and that sucks because I like rooting for the guy. But I like rooting for my wallet more. So 
we'll just we'll just fade that clown until he until he turns it around. So um got a, a couple other things here. One of the the flashier matchups of the weekend, Kyle Larson against Chase Elliott, and we're on Larson. Yeah. Um so believe it or not, Chase Elliott, he's really struggling at these intermediate tracks. He sucks on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Larson is, is you know, you and I, we use different data sets. Yeah, you know, we just, we just do. And because I'm not as smart as you to make my own. So I just kind of, you know, put things together. But in mine, Elliott was 21st ranked in this this series of tracks that are comparable and larson was number one so you're getting two the two most recent cup series champions against each other at a, a pick them and it's not even close in the data so you could probably expand on why it's a better play but i was like holy smokes man this isn't even close before i even talk about the raw speed I want to talk about chase elliott's mindset right now because i feel like chase elliott is in like a like a on the plank about to fall off the boat kind of a deal right now. Like he's just, he's, a, I feel like he's just trying to hang on to his playoff hopes. Cause he, he had his, he had this huge cushion, you know, with the, the regular season championship. And now he's only just over 10 points to the good. I feel like he's going to be trying to manage micromanage the race. And you can't do that. You need to be, you know, aggressive and feel confident in what you're doing. I don't feel like that team is confident in what they're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, it's strange because they, they just came off a really good stretch with the road courses and uh, some of the, the tracks that he's really good at. So uh, it's kind of strange. You'd think they were, they'd were they be full of confidence heading in, but a couple setbacks, yeah, it really, really seems to have damaged his psyche. So, yeah, man, I'm, I love I love Larson this week. This feels like a hammer spot. I agree. Larson has been really strong on intermediates this year. Good in good in the first Kansas. Um, we don't know how good it was going to be at Darlington last week. He had the engine problems, so I'm just going to throw that out the window. Um, yeah, I mean, at, at anywhere you look, mile and a half, it's Kyle Larson. So yeah, let's lock that in. Cool. Uh, a couple more. I need you to explain to me like I'm five. Now I already bet them, so um, you know I'm already locked in. But um, the Cindric over Briscoe matchup, and then Chastain over Reddick. I know we like Chastain's number to win, but we talked about riding the fence, and you know how Reddick is one of the best best to do it. So what uh what do you see on those two matchups? Um, I'm just looking at the data. Uh, Tyler Reddick. Wasn't all that strong at Kansas the first race. This is probably a situation where I need to bring up my my race notes from Kansas one. So while I do that, um, I guess I'll just talk about Ross Chastain a little bit more with his mile and a half program. Um, yeah, I mean I know he's I know you said he like running. I just kind of bring this up and bring the Kansas race up here, and then I'll get back to that. Um, All right. Um, talking about the um, Kyle Kyle Busch over Denny Hamlin matchup. Okay. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, I mean Kyle Busch. Um, I feel like we're we're finally at the point of the season where he's got his distractions behind him, and he's been the fastest the fastest car this season on intermediate tracks. So 
we saw it last week. He was leading at Darlington until the engine expired and the crowd went nuts. <laughs> but uh, I feel like they're going to figure it out and then, then he's going to win and the crowd's going to go nuts again because he, they're not going to be happy about it. Uh, I feel like that that's where we're at right now. Kyle knows where he's going. His mind is crystal clear at the playoffs and he's ready to rock, my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. And also, I went nuts when his engine bro- blew up. Uh, felt really good because that that led our sixty to one right to the right to the front of the uh, the restart. I was like, "Holy smokes, we got a live sixty to one on the front row!" That was so cool. All right, so I found some notes on the Reddit play. Um, to be honest, I'm not as I'm not as stoked about this matchup. So if you haven't bet it yet. Um, don't go like crazy on it. Um, what happened was Tyler Reddick uh, hit the wall. So that's why his, his rating is a little down there. But this is a situation where we've seen Reddick kind of, yeah, he shows a lot of pace, but he can also get in trouble. Um, so I, I guess I'm kind of just hoping that he kind of does a similar thing here and kind of just doesn't really think long term and kind of just you know the car where it shouldn't be uh, we've seen that happen multiple times so I, I can see right i kind of get in trouble with that again unfortunately yeah do we need to get steve to clean up his wi-fi a little bit reset it yeah maybe? it's it's a little it's a little uh electronic yeah but yeah no I, I agree i mean when you're running up there uh there is the inherent risk of hitting the fence so um yeah i mean reddick does take a little uh it is a little riskier play. You're you're right about that. Um, so does it sound does, does it sound that bad? It's it's a little jumbled. It's a little jumbled. It went out last night. I don't know what's going on with it. Yeah. Well, we'll just press on then. Yeah, and I don't so, know what the fuck I can do. Unfortunately, and so we will. This is what so happens you, when you live in a compound in the middle of nowhere. You know, with guard dogs and sharks and stuff like that. <laughs> He is uh, he is near the the Mike Trout complex. <laughs> there is a sign on my door that says "Beware of dogs." So I'm not going to say you're wrong. Nice, pretty, pretty serious stuff. Yeah. Um, is there anything else in the Cup Series you want to talk about? You want to touch on? That just about covers it, I think, for me. Uh, do you have any Phil specials? No Phil specials. No <laughs> Phil specials at the moment. My Phil special was the Ferrari FP1 today. I that uh. That one felt good. So there you go. That was a yeah. Man. So do you have do you have any Formula One that you like, or is that that book club exclusive stuff? Oh boy, um, Formula One. I don't think I dived into Formula One all that deep, but we can talk about it a little bit if you want. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of storylines. Um, Max is like a minus three thousand favorite. Just kidding. It's like minus two fifty or something, right? Yeah, he kind of struggled in, in the first practice again today. Uh, he picked the pace up, I believe, in FB2. So there was a point where he was minus 165. I thought about hitting that. Uh, I didn't do it. Um, I regret yeah. it. I mean, <laughs> there's a... Go ahead. Yeah, because the same thing happened at Zandvoort last week. Um, he struggled in FP1. Well, he had the, the problem. Then FP2, he struggled. Then FP3, he turned it on. And then, you know, then he was the big favorite again. Same thing yeah. as... And there's there's a ton of grid penalties and a, a, a ton of folks Oof. going to the back like Lewis Hamilton. I think uh, I think Perez is taking a penalty. 
yeah. lot of mid mid track guys are taking penalties. Even Verstappen has a penalty, right? A five grid position. So I fully expect him to be on the pole tomorrow, but then that'll drop him to to sixth. But I I also think that he could probably start the race in Zandvoort and still win this weekend in Italy. I, I don't think anybody can touch him. <laughs> That's funny, but also true. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I think that the five grid uh, penalty gives us maybe a little bit of room to to bet Max. I, I just I don't see Ferrari. Man, they stink. They're they they have fast cars, but their strategy is awful. It's like playing a, a four year old in checkers. Like you just know what they're gonna do. It's terrible. And they you know what they're gonna do because I have no idea what they're gonna do every, every well, they're, race. They're gonna <laughs> fuck up. That's what they do every week. I mean. Yeah, like like pit, but don't tell the but don't tell the crew they're coming. Like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So well, they have yeah, plan, I mean, you know, they have plan A and then they have plan F. So I mean, I, I think the commentator said, and I, you know, I made the joke that they're going to run out of letters, you know, for their plans. Yeah, I texted that to you, and then the commentator <laughs> said the same thing. They're like, yeah, they're going to run out of letters if they have to keep changing plans. So this team is in a tailspin. So. Man, I, I think the only bet you can make on the outright is max, whatever the number is. And um, you maybe got to look for some value for maybe Hamilton coming through the field, maybe for Perez coming through. Um, Alpine has had some really good, Alpine, yeah. you know, straight straight speed. So maybe a, like a double top 10 or a double – actually, a double top 10 will probably be – that'd probably be a nice market. But is there anything else that intrigues you? I don't think so. I need to see there's so many things I need to see that before I start making more uh, race bets, I made the mistake of betting before all these announcements and grid penalties a couple weeks ago. And like half my car had grid penalties. I'm like, Oh, this is fun. I got a dead car before the race even starts. So <laughs> that's, that's true. So how about we got, we got a couple more minutes left. There was a, a thing that I played, you know, without, without your approval. Because you were very busy at work this week, you were you were unreachable for many hours at a time. I was not used to it; did not like it. Um, but I bet over at Bet Three Six Five, I took Mercedes to finish ahead of Ferrari in the the constructors' championship at plus one fifty. What's your knee jerk reaction to that? I looked at that earlier this year and I just never got around to betting it, but I think it's probably the right side. You're going to continue to see Mercedes get better as you, as the season goes on, probably going to see Ferrari start to continue to back it up a little bit. Um, honestly, I don't like know the schedule, but if, if the schedule continues to have these tracks with like where, you know, the, the smaller types where the da- downforce matters more than raw horsepower, then I would definitely say it should favor Mercedes to an extent because that they've been struggling with um, porpoising, et cetera, et cetera. But cool. I, I do see Mercedes kind of, I, I don't know what the gap is either. And, and points. Like 40, 40 points. Yeah. Uh, there was another one I bet. And this one's actually available. I'll tell you about it, and it wasn't up, but it's up now. Um, Alpha Tari to finish ahead of Haas. And that is plus 162. 
in constructors correct i think and we have seen whatever momentum that haas had in the beginning of the year completely evaporate whatever speed they had is gone right i mean would you agree I think so. We've seen Schumacher kind of put on a show once in a while, but then he kind of just blows it in the race. <laughs> yeah, and like Magnuson, you know, DNFs a lot. He sure does. Even and when he starts up front, he gets some, he makes some stupid mistake. He punctures the you know, broken, breaks the wing or whatever. Something he just does stupid, crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and Alphatari is five points behind. Haas has 34, Alfatari has 29. So I think Gasly can make that up all by himself. Yeah, I mean, I, and I think Sunoda is continuing to get better, right? Grow as a driver, as we see, as we saw in that in that practice data, he's definitely putting in the lap times this weekend. So yeah, I mean that 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 too. I, I didn't even take that into consideration. So plus 162 at at bet 365. Are you? Is that a little like a mini stamp of approval? I mean, yes, I haven't like dug into this. So I, I, off the, you know, a quick search, a quick look at it, I would definitely say that would be the side I'd lean on. Awesome. Cause that's all I'm capable of is like quick looks. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, I mean, that, that's all I really did without your permission today. All right. Well, sounds good to me. All right, cool. Want to wrap it up? Yeah, we got, um, IndyCar, once again, IndyCar kind of final race of the season where we just kind of freewheel it and see what happens. <laughs> so we'll, we'll have that out on Sunday or probably, or, you know, probably Sunday. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tight grid up top. So it's really, really should be a good race. Um, what do we got? We got Will Power in first, New Garden 20 behind, Dixon tied with New Garden. And um, I don't know how how feasible it is for Erickson to make up 39 points and McLaughlin to make up 41, but should Let's be a, an awesome how Colton Herta does before he moves over to formula one, right? Yeah. Yeah. This, this could be the swan song for, for my guy, Colton Herta. He's, he's, that's, he's my favorite driver. So, um, I'll be rooting for him next year in F1. If he can get those points. Taking over Gazzy seat, right? What it, what it seems like in silly season so that'll be really cool but yeah, yeah man that's all that's all i got this week oh man it was so much fun talking to you guys next week i'm taking another vacation right <laughs> is yeah, there any special guests again this next week yeah and it looks like we had to reschedule with uh mr tarnhart so we'll uh we'll try and try and lock him in next week uh when his schedule uh provides an opportunity we, we would love to have that dude on here he is a big personality so um, hopefully we can make that happen. Oh, I wonder how He's you guys are balancing. What's that? He's, He's probably still taking notes from tonight's truck race, so we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Wow. Is he, <laughs> is, is he a bigger race nerd than you? He loves the part. <laughs> he does. He definitely does. I, I, I respect his image. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, the, the Garage guys, they're sponsored by Hooters. He has one of the most incredible mullets on the planet. Um, they have the best throwback t-shirts i think they're sponsored by nascar in in some way and they're oh. at almost every race uh they're, they have pit passes i mean these guys are connected 
and it'll be so cool to be able to pick their brain a little bit. So oh, that's awesome. I'm really excited, whether it's this week or next week or whenever it is that we have them on the show. Um, that should be an awesome, awesome show. All right. Looking forward to it. But for now, it was just so much fun hanging out with you guys, learning how we're going to make even more money this weekend. Jeez, we're like printing it right now. You really are. Phil, yeah. good talking to you. I'll see you in the morning. Steve, I'm tired. Let's, right. let's get out of here. That's all right. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. <laughs>